food in the Northwest, guaranteed fresh. It's the morning blend on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. And a very good Monday morning to you. February 19th, 7 a.m. Brenda, Pat, and Eric are with you on the morning blend. Thank you so much for tuning in on this President's Day holiday. Good morning, Pat. You're up bright and early today. I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. So we are celebrating President's Day. So do you remember exactly what President's Day honors or how it how it kind of became in history? I, I believe initially it was Washington Day. It's Washington's right. birthday, yeah. right. And then they added Lincoln's birthday is also in February. And now they've just made the holiday always the third Monday of February for all of our presidents. Why do we buy sheets? Why is it always a white sale on, 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 on President's, President's Day? Day? I've never figured that out. Uh, but you I don't got know. a new dryer to put got, the sheets in. So. I got a new washer and dryer this weekend. <laughs> I Ever since I read uh, that the average lifespan of a washer and dryer these days is about 10 years. Really? Yeah, that's all 10 to, 10 to 12 years. And we looked it up because mine was starting to make, it was just making some weird noises. Uh, 15 years old. And this oh. is a washer that has been through the ringer, literally. Okay. I mean, it has seen all kinds of dirty clothes of children throughout the years. So, uh, but you know, as with every project in our house these days, whenever we get something new, there's always a project that goes along with it. So we have stripped out the laundry room. It's getting new paint. It's getting new shelves. Scott's just shaking Poor his head Deacon. like, my job was just to pick these things up and bring him home. So he is home as a federal employee today. So he's got a project ahead of him. So I'll be home as the inspector general i'll be looking and inspecting the job done so anyway so that's like pulling a string on a sweater you know and Uh, it just boom the arm falls off that's it of course don't pull don't ever pull a string on a sweater i tell that to my kids all of the time but it is president's day so pat i found this very interesting list of factoids about all of our past presidents Ah. uh, that i thought were kind of funny Uh, of course we talk about number one george washington do you, you remember they talk about his teeth Yes, wood teeth. They were not. Supposedly they're not. I don't know if this is better, though. His teeth were, in fact, made of gold, human and animal teeth, among other materials. That's what I had heard. Not not the gold, but that that they were made from other teeth. He had like like cougar fangs. (laughs) I thought it was horse teeth. (laughs) Uh, James Monroe was the first president to have an outdoor inauguration. Uh, And then, of course, William Henry Harrison, good old number nine. He decided to take that inaugural dress to the limits outdoors in January. A hundred and five minute inauguration speech. He got pneumonia and died 31 days into his presidency. So that's the shortest. Uh, This one's fun. Ulysses S. Grant, his birth name. Hiram Ulysses Grant, but he changed his name after becoming president because he didn't like the monogram. Uh, if Hiram Ulysses Grant, hug. <laughs> so he goes, nah, that's not going to work here. So we'll add the S and drop the Hiram. Uh, they say that Grover Cleveland, he was number 22 and number 24. So uh Donald Trump is looking to follow in his steps uh, by having uh-huh, a space uh-huh. in between presidencies yeah he they say he personally used to answer the uh white house phone 
You just go pick it up. Yeah. Could you imagine calling the White House switchboard and President Biden picking up the phone? And then this one I thought was so fast. I'm like, oh, hello, how can I get you? The president, busy right now, right? Uh, there was one president in history who was a world record holder. Oh. This is fascinating. Uh, Theodore Roosevelt was a world record holder. This would make complete sense, though. He set the world record for the most handshakes in one day. And it was uh, it was a reception held January 1st in 1907, 8,513 handshakes. That has to hurt. I mean, you after think that, that many times, going, wow, Ooh. he was there and apparently stood and greeted everybody who came on New Year's Day in 1907. To, uh, For that them. alone, he should be on Mount Rushmore. He should get his face <laughs> up there, right? So, yeah, so a long line of presidents. And we're going to be talking throughout the show today, too, about the number of American presidents who have met popes. Oh, and there's a long history sure. now, uh, but really w- more recently, if, when you consider how long there have been popes and how long there have been American presidents, it, it was probably in the more recent era, though, when the United States started meeting with the popes. So. And in honor of President's Day, I'm wearing my stovepipe hat today. Oh, we're so, so proud of yes. you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. So, Pat, you had an exciting weekend, though. I don't want to let this open go without checking in to find out how that 10K went for you. Well, it was wet. I can tell you that. It rained and rained, and w- the wind luckily died down a little bit. But uh, I finished. You got did. Got done. I, I you know, and made a pretty good time. It was at least uh, for for what I've been keeping track of far faster than I have been. So a little over okay. fifteen minutes a mile. You said that yeah. was your goal, fifteen thirty mm-hmm. or something like that. That right. you were it doing. Was, so. It was like fifteen fourteen. So wow, yeah. Yeah. that's fantastic. And in the rain and the it was so so windy this week, and I was surprised. It, it really was. I was worried. I could kept overnight uh, Friday getting ready for Saturday morning. I kept hearing my neighbor's wind chimes just gonging. Going. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Uh, but once we got on the course, it was just a, a steady rain. The wind wasn't too bad. Had fun. It was a blast. They really know what they're doing. The Hood to Coast folks uh, coordinate everything. It okay. Providence Heart to Start, uh, the cardiac unit Fantastic. there at Providence puts this on. 1,200 people just blowing and going out there at Cook Park and Tigard. We really had a great time. So uh, well done. And yeah, I survived and even got a walk in yesterday. So well, yeah. that's fantastic. You half are an inspiration. The new goal now. The half that. marathon. You so can walk that. So this summer, gonna gonna do a half marathon. How long does that gonna take? How long should it take to walk a half marathon? I don't know. See, it's more than double. So this we're, we're, it's like thirteen point one miles, and the the ten k six point two. So okay. it's more than double. So you're looking at a yeah, few well, hours of walking. I'm crazy. You're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are crazy and happy and grateful and blessed to be alive this morning, Amen. Pat. What Amen. do you got coming up on the show today? Cougar. Cougar attack. I heard about yeah, this. And he crazy. decided to take on a big crew of people, didn't he? He did. He did. And and unfortunately, there was an injury. The people survived, but there was an injury. Mm-hmm. We'll have news on that. And as I'm walking yesterday, I look and there are coyote warnings around Tiger. So, Watch out. Yeah. Watch your young pet. <laughs> so your I'm little like, what pets. have I got myself into here? Holy moly. Well, speaking of animals, you know, we love our orcas in the Pacific mm-hmm. Northwest. And it looks like the state of Oregon now is adding some protections to them because their numbers are dwindling. 
So we're going to talk about that on today's show. So we're going to start start things now with some Lenten music by our friend Matt Marr. Abide with me. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio. I have a home, eternal home, but for now I walk this broken world. You walked it first, you know our pain, but you show hope can rise again up from the grave. Abide with me.
Matri-Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. That's Matt Marr, Abide in Me, music for this Lenten season. 7-Eleven, Pat and Brenda on the Morning Blend, along with engineer Eric. Glad to have you along as we celebrate President's Day today. And just ahead, it is tax season. Ashley Michike will check in with us for everything you need to know about Social Security. And we'll check that rainy weather forecast next at Matri-Day Radio. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Day Radio and Holy Cross Priest Father Jim Gallagher in prayer with the morning offering. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day. For all the intentions of your Sacred Heart, in union with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for sin, for the intentions of all my friends and associates, and in particular, for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit materdayradio.com. Are you struggling with exhaustion or feel overwhelmed in your daily life? Healthy Living with Yvonne provides practical advice to help take care of body, mind, and soul through the Healthy Living Project, a 90-day wellness coaching experience that utilizes nutrition, exercise, and prayer. To learn more and schedule a discovery call, visit HealthyLivingWithYvonne.com. That's HealthyLivingWithYvonne, I-V-O-N-N-E.com. At Matri-Day Radio, we constantly strive to be an inspiring source of faith and hope. Sharing the light of Christ restores us individually and also provides a powerful catalyst to revive the heart of our community. Join Matri-Day Radio in this crucial mission of leading souls to Jesus and bringing a spirit of renewal into the culture. Mark your calendar for April 8th through 12th to renew your hope during Matri-Day Radio's 2024 Spring share It's going to be a week of transformation, and you can be a major part of it by helping us build a strong matching fund for the event. Your support now will have a deep impact on our success in April by providing strong encouragement for our share listeners to match your prayerful generation. To learn more and make your matching gift, go now to MatraDayRadio.com or the Hail Mary Media app and renew your hope during our 2024 Spring share at Matraday Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. 715 here at Matra Day Radio. High of 53 and low of 41 today with mostly cloudy skies. Rain likely as we head into the evening hours. Winds of 8 to 11 miles an hour possible today. Rain should taper off by the middle of the week. We're going to have a mostly sunny Thursday. Or sunny, oh, Monday. Yeah. 
Okay. Currently, well, today's Monday. Oh, today is Monday. I hear where you're going. I like it. Looking forward to the week. I'm so confused. That's right. You know what? I'm not confused about it. It's 41 degrees at Holy Redeemer Catholic Church in Vancouver. And it's 40 at St. Brigida Catholic Church in the Linton neighborhood of Portland. Well, right now, you might be thinking ahead, maybe trying to plan a spring break trip, maybe a big summertime vacation. And others, well, you might have even bigger plans, like deciding this is the year you're finally going to retire. But this type of planning is years in the making and figuring out the long-term financial plan includes thinking about your social security. Now, this is a big topic and joining me this morning to sort all of it out and tell us also the number one mistake when starting social security. It's our good friend, Ashley Mishike, CEO at True North Retirement Advisors. Good morning, Ashley. You're right. This is a big topic. So let's talk about this social security and the payments. There is a magic number of years that we need to work to collect the full benefits. So how do you figure that out? Yes, good question. So, and I think, you know, what we just talked about, always focus on what the things that you can control that are within your control. And so, uh, you know, what happens with the Social Security Trust Fund isn't. But one of the things that is within your control, to some extent at least, is how long you work. And so the magic number of working years that you want to keep in mind for maxing out your Social Security benefits is 35. So the Social Security will use your use your highest 35 working years. And so if you didn't work 35 years, they're actually going to use a zero for each year that you had without earnings. And, you know, this isn't applicable to everybody because lots of your listeners, I'm sure, you know, maybe stayed at home raising children and they're not going to get anywhere near that, which is why when they look at their benefit amount, they see that it's significantly reduced, especially if they have a higher earning spouse who worked all those years. But where this comes into, um, where this becomes relevant is if you're close to retirement and you worked, say, 33 or 34 years, keep that number in mind because, again, if you didn't have that full work number of 35 working years but you're close, um, you know, working that extra year or so can, can make a small difference in your, in your benefit amount. And another reason why working longer helps is because most people in their last working years, those are office th- often their highest earnings years as well. Got it. So because they use your highest 35 earnings years, it'll kick out those years maybe in your 20s where you were, you know, making much money, but maybe in your late 50s, early 60s, you are, you know, you're, you could be at your highest income ever, and that's likely. And so you, by each additional working year, especially if you're at or close to or above 35 years, that's only going to serve to increase your benefit amount. Ashley Mishike is joining us today. She is the CEO of True North Retirement Advisors, helping us break open and understanding this maze of Social Security benefits. Will you do say something interesting there? Because I would fall into that category as a being the spouse that stayed home for quite a number of years to raise the family. And I recognize the sacrifices that we made financially in order for that to happen and compare it against the ability to stay home and raise a family. Well, I I don't think that there's any comparison there that I did the right mm-hmm. thing. However, mm-hmm. am I going to now suffer because I'm not going to meet that level or is there a spousal benefit opportunity or pathway that helps me increase that fund? 
Yes, good question. Yeah, and for for couples who are married, uh, it's very common in the situation you're describing where one spouse, you know, maybe worked throughout their adult life and the other spouse had gaps in employment or stayed at home for a while or, you know, doesn't have that full amount. And so their their social security income is going to be less. So what I typically recommend for married couples in that situation where one has a higher benefit, higher earnings than the other, is to utilize what's called a split strategy. And usually what that involves is the lower income earning spouse who's going to have the lower social security benefit. They would start their social security benefits first. Let's say they file for benefit at at their full retirement age, age 67, maybe even earlier than that. Whenever that is, they file for benefits. And if, if possible, what that allows is for the higher income earning spouse to continue to defer and allow their social security benefit amount to grow. And you can do that up until age age 70. So, but but the bottom line is the longer that the higher earning spouse waits, the the more you're going to benefit from waiting and utilizing that split strategy. The other thing too is that let's say you file for benefits as the lower income earning spouse at 67, your spouse is able to wait until age 70. Because they've locked in that higher benefit, if you as the lower income earning spouse outlives them, when they die, their benefit gets transferred to you and now you collect on their benefit. So it has okay. immediate term implications, but also long term implications too. Um, you know, because if the higher earning spouse was, was the husband, uh, chances are the, the wife is going to outlive him just statistically speaking anyway. So you can use it as a way to ensure that your surviving spouse is going to collect more benefits uh, if, if they outlive you as well. All right. As I said in the opening, there is a number one mistake that people often make when starting Social Security. Ashley, tell us what is that? Yes, it's collecting Social Security benefits while you are still working. I actually see this a lot. So um, I know lots of clients who, for various reasons, a lot of it, it comes down to fear. I can think of at least two people I know just off the top of my head who thought that, you know, Social Security is running out of money. I better get it while I can. And so they're still working at, say, age 62 or 65 or 68, and then they start collecting benefits. Well, the problem is, is that, that those benefits, most of your Social Security income is taxable. So it just gets lumped in with your other income if you're still working, and it can end up putting you in a higher tax bracket. You owe more taxes on it. And so more of your Social Security benefit, along with your other income, just gets taxed away to Uncle Sam anyway. So I would, if you're still working and contemplating starting Social Security, I would figure out a way to delay that while you're still working. It's just too big of a monthly income stream for most people in retirement to lock in a lower benefit and have it all be, not all, but, you know, have a good chunk of it be taxed away anyways. Wow. All right. Good thing to know. Ashley, it is all such wonderful information. And then lastly, before we go, there are a few things that someone should do uh, when starting to evaluate their Social Security options. What are those things? 
Yeah, the very first thing someone should do is log into the ssa.gov, which is where you can download your benefit statement. It's pretty simple. It's quick and easy. They don't mail those out anymore, so you have to go online and get your copy online. But it's very simple and easy to do, and I would recommend doing that because if you haven't seen a benefit statement in a long time, it'll show you exactly what your estimate estimated income is if you take it anywhere from age 62 to 70. And so if you're married, I would do that for yourself and your spouse. And so you can see side by side what those benefits look like. And, and that's, that's the, you're arming yourself now with the information to then make a more informed decision about when you might want to start Social Security. All right. Well, just while you were talking there, I clicked over here on my screen and I typed in ssa.gov and right there at the top of the page, my social security account pops up, allows you to access that information. Well, all great information as always, Ashley. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Brenda. 724 at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. Brenda, my father told me once that the two happiest days in a person's life are the day they get a boat and oh. the day they get rid of a boat. <laughs> well, well, fortunately, I have not had either one of those happy days. Well, last week we sold a boat. Really? Yeah, we did. It's a Mater Dei Radio's vehicle donation program. And yes, we take boats, we take cars, we take trucks, we take RVs. But last week we had a boat and it sold. And you can check it out. You can clear space around your house. Get that boat out of the yard. Make some room for a garden for the spring. It's Mater Dei Radio's vehicle donation donation program and we want you to sail on over to materdayradio.com and check it all out and you can help catholic radio and clear space around your house with materday radio support for materday radio comes from our leadership circle members including dr mark bianco family dentist dr bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd avenue and stark street in southeast portland Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at BiancoDentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Are you a young adult in your 20s and 30s? Are you looking to bring Christ into your everyday work? Hi, I'm Chris Dohanik, the president of the Portland chapter of Young Catholic Professionals. Our mission is to challenge, train, and inspire young adults to work and witness for Christ. No matter your career field or level of experience, we invite you to join us at an upcoming event to meet other young adult Catholics, learn from seasoned professionals, and grow in your Catholic faith. For more information, visit ycpportland.org. Are you searching for stories of how God is transforming lives in profound and creative ways? Do you want to be inspired to join the mission of evangelization? I'm Miriam Marston, host of Blazing the Trail, and each week through interviews, scripture, and song, we explore what it looks like to share the gospel with courage and hope. Please join me on Wednesdays and Sundays at 7.30 p.m. right here on Mater Dei Radio or anytime on materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. The Morning Blend, Western Oregon and Southwest Washington's number one Catholic morning show on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Mater Day Radio. 726 at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And 
cougars on the loose in Washington State. Details just ahead. Be careful out there. And on the first Sunday of Lent, Pope Francis focusing on Jesus and the temptation of the de- in the desert. And that's just before he heads off on retreat. I'll have that story and update for you coming up in three minutes. Here is Dan Francis, no other name. And we are the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.
Notre Dame Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. That's Dan Francis, no other name. It's 7.30. On the first Sunday of Lent, Pope Francis focused his Angelus address on the temptation of Christ in the desert, observing that the, during the 40 days in the desert, Christ was in the company of both what he calls wild beasts and angels. The Pope reflected that when we enter this symbolic inner wilderness, we too encounter wild beasts and angels. The setting of the desert has featured prominently in the Pope's catechetical series throughout the years and is the main theme of this 2024 Lenten message taken from the book of Exodus. Through the desert, God leads us to freedom. The Pope asked the faithful to examine what are these personal wild beasts in our own lives so that we can recognize them, give them a name, understand their tactics. In this way, he said, we can permit the voice of God to speak to our hearts and to preserve it in goodness. On Sunday evening, the Pope and the members of the Roman Curia started their private Lenten retreat, which will conclude on the afternoon of Friday, February 23rd, and all regularly scheduled papal audiences are suspended for the week. A group of five cyclists were attacked by a cougar on a bike trail Saturday afternoon, leaving a 60-year-old woman hospitalized. Just before 1 o'clock, officers with the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife responded to a report of attack on a trail northeast of Fall City, Washington, in King County near Snoqualmie. Officers reportedly removed one cougar. However, witnesses reported there may have been a second cougar in the area. A hound handler was sent out, and they were unable to locate the second cougar. Cougar attacks on humans are extremely rare. In the last 100 years, there have been two fatal cougar attacks and 20 other encounters where humans have been injured in Washington. Wildlife officials urge people encountering a cougar to not run away, keep their eye on them, Act big, make noise, and fight back if you're being attacked. Last month, PGE said customers would start seeing an increase in their monthly bill of 18%. Some customers were shocked over the increase. The rate of the increase was decided in December by PGE and Oregon Public Utility Commission based on the final power supply forecast. PGE and Oregon Public Utility Commission claim the increase is due to multiple factors, including improvements to the Faraday Resiliency and Repowering Hydroelectric Project and upgrades in transmission and distribution systems. PGE has said the exact amount bills will increase is based on customer type and energy usage. On Friday, PGE sent the statement in response to the rate hike saying, PGE is here to help all of our customers understand their bills and find programs that can help them save money and manage their energy use. And they asked their customers to call them if they have any questions. Unfortunately, the reason why some of these seem so incredibly high is it's happening in December and we went through that cold snap and people were using more energy. So the bills were going to increase and then add on to that an 18% increase. Highest bill I've ever seen ever. Oh, ever. I don't even want to open my electricity was out five days. That unfortunately, That tells you a lot. Okay. (laughs) The Diocese of Rapid City on Saturday announced the death of Peter 
Bishop Music at the age of 62, with the prelate's death coming days after he entered hospice care. Music had announced Wednesday that he would be moving into hospice care amid treatment for esophageal and lymphatic cancer. The prelate had previously announced his cancer diagnosis in July 2023. He said after several months of difficulty swallowing food, an endoscopy procedure found cancer in his lower esophagus. Pope Francis appointed Music to lead the diocese, which serves roughly the western half of South Dakota, in May of 2020. He was born in northern Minnesota and was ordained a priest in 1989 for the Diocese of Duluth. Southern resident orcas are now considered an endangered species in Oregon thanks to a vote by the state's Fish and Wildlife Commission on Friday. These orcas have long faced extinction and were added to the federal endangered species list in 2005 and also classified as an endangered species in both Canada and Washington state. Oregon's Fish and Wildlife Commission added orcas to the endangered species list because their population continues to decline. Now that southern resident orcas are considered endangered in Oregon, the state has access to more funding to support orca recovery. This means measures including increasing salmon abundance, new measures to prevent oil spills, limits on pollutants in state waters, and guidelines on vessel traffic. In sports, the first-of-its-kind shootout between Steph Curry and former Oregon Ducks star Sabrina Inescu was declared a raging success during the NBA's All-Star Weekend on an LED court in Indianapolis's Lucas Oil Stadium Saturday night. Curry and Inescu went shot for shot. Inescu got off to a strong start, hitting her first seven shots, putting immense pressure on Curry. She caught fire, scoring 26 points. After missing two of his first three shots, Curry then found his rhythm, making nine of his next ten from deep. And then in his final two racks, he only missed one shot to finish with a score of 29 and win the shootout. You said you saw it, which I was kind of surprised. I, I watched it too. That LED court threw me off. It's uh, The green, the lighting yeah, in that it was seems very, very strange, But it was disruptive. fun. I really enjoyed that. There was it, a lot of hype around that. And, I, you know... Uh, Hats off to Sabrina because she, while she did use the WNBA, the women's basketballs, she did shoot from the three-point men's line, which is a little farther out. Right. And so she hung right up in there with him. But there was a whole point system in between. So, you know, some were worth maybe more than other shots or something like that. I couldn't quite get all of the rules. Right. So the last one is worth more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But yeah. How much fun was that? I it mean, it really was exciting. I think people really got excited about it. Maybe more excited about the three-point contest than they were about the all-star game. <laughs> I think so. I think there was more hype around that, at least in Oregon, with sure. Sabrina Inescu going. But, yeah, a lot of fun to see that good good all-star weekend this weekend. And uh, the best part of the all-star weekend, the Blazers didn't lose. <laughs> <laughs> Thank goodness for that. Well, there is a long history of popes and our American presidents. During the 20th century, relations between the United States and the Holy See were closely monitored. Now, among all American presidents, any guesses who holds the record for the most meetings with the Roman pontiff? I'm going to say it was likely George Bush uh, w. W. George yeah. W. Bush, yeah. you are absolutely correct. Huh, now, that? I've seen a couple of, um, you know, meeting lists, and it holds it at between 
five and six. I've seen them both, so I can't confirm either one of them. But you're right, that is the most. Now, the first head of state of the United States to meet the pontiff was Woodrow Wilson on March 11th, 1962. Rather than a special meeting, a rather special meeting took place. Also, John the 23rd met not the president, but the first lady, Jacqueline Kennedy, on her way to India and Pakistan. She decided to make a stopover to greet the Bishop of Rome on her knees. The first lady asked for Uh an apostolic blessing. Now, the next year, on July 2nd, 1963, Paul VI met John F. Kennedy. And Paul VI also was the first pope to step on American soil. He was the first one to make that trip. And he spoke in front of the U.N. in New York City on October 4th, 1965, and then met with President Lyndon Johnson. Johnson and his successor, Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford, were in turn welcomed by the Apostolic Palace by the very same Paul VI. Then on October 6th, 1969, under the presidency of Jimmy Carter, the White House will welcome the head of the Catholic Church, John Paul II, for the first time. In return, Jimmy Carter made a trip to the Vatican the following year. Now, that pope, who served so, so many years, met with four other U.S. presidents, with Ronald Reagan four times, with George H. Bush twice, Bill Clinton four times, And as we said, George W. Bush met John Paul II three times. He also met Benedict and Pope Francis. And these meetings took place seven times in the Vatican, five in the United States, and once at the Pontifical Residence. Uh, But George W. Bush, again, received two more times by Benedict XVI. Uh, So uh, President Biden has met Pope Francis once in 2021, but he also had several meetings with Pope John Paul II and Pope Benedict, just not as president. He came as vice president and then as a diplomat. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, all through this month of February, the coat collection at the Grotto, 100 coats for 100 years. Bring your donation to the bins in the chapel foyer throughout this whole month. For these and more events in our Catholic community, go online to moderndayradio.com or find the community calendar on the Hail Mary Media app. Well, we are taking time to get healthy as we get ready for spring, and we're going to check in with Jackie McMillan at Holy Family Catholic Clinic about health coaching. That's just ahead after we check a little bit of rain in the weather forecast at Monterey Radio. Support for Monterey Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbuybark.com or 503-645-6665. Join Mater Dei Radio and Father Eric Anderson in a prayer to St. Joseph. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. St. Joseph, you are the chaste and loving spouse of the Virgin Mary, the foster father of Jesus, the protector and provider of the Holy Family and all families. We have complete confidence in your loving care for new life and in your fidelity to the family. We commend our efforts to your prayers and protection. Help us always to defend the gift of human life, that it may grow to the abundance of eternal life promised 
and bestowed on us by your Son, our brother, Jesus Christ. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit matudayradio.com. Mater Day Radio is supported by our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Calvary and Gethsemane Catholic Funeral Services. Operated by the Archdiocese of Portland, services include the recently completed Gethsemane Funeral Home, located on the grounds of Gethsemane Cemetery in Happy Valley. The new funeral home provides burial services to the Catholic community, regardless of cemetery choice. For more information, visit ccpdxor.com. One of the many ways you can help Mater Day Radio is by supporting our Leadership Circle members. These are businesses and organizations whose names you hear on the air every day. They believe in our mission of providing the region with positive Catholic radio programs. Our Leadership Circle members keep our broadcast strong through their financial generosity. How can you find out more about our Leadership Circle members? Go to our website at materdayradio.com and click on the Get Involved menu. You'll be learning about a great group of people. 7.44 here at Mater Day Radio, high of 53 and low of 41 today with mostly cloudy skies, 40% chance of rain, and that goes up to 80 as we head into the evening hours. Slight winds, rain tapers off in the middle of the week, so finally you should get some sunny skies if you're looking to go walk or run out there in the great outdoors. It doesn't seem like rain is keeping Pat from getting out there. You walked about six miles in the rain and the wind this weekend, so you're an inspiration for sure, Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Currently 41 degrees at St. Pius X Catholic Church here in Portland. And it is 41 degrees at St. Mark Catholic Church in Eugene. The goal of Holy Family Catholic Clinic is total care for the mind, body, and spirit of their patients. Now, along with their staff of outstanding doctors and nurses, they also offer health coaching services. Jackie McMillan is part of their team and is passionate about natural health and preventative medicine. Jackie is joining us today to tell us more about her work with Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Good morning, Jackie. Thanks so much for joining us on The Morning Blend. Thank you, Brenda. I'm excited to be here. First, for our listeners, tell us a little bit about your background that led you to complete a program in functional medicine health coaching. Sure. Well, my journey was sort of um, roundabout. I had two other careers before, and I raised my children. And um, two of my kids ended up getting quite ill with Lyme disease. Oh, my. Yes. So I ended up having to become a a real advocate for them and do a lot of learning and um, exploring and researching on my own. So through that process, I came on the other end of it, getting them healthy 15 years later, um, feeling like, what am I supposed to do with this information that I've learned? I feel like I I can help other people and how do I do that? So I went back to school with the... um, supported my family and became a certified health coach. So for people unfamiliar, and I have your bio information, I was amazed at all of the areas that program allows you to help people. Tell our listeners about how health coaching works in all of the different areas that involves. Sure. So a coach, if you think of what coaching is in other areas of life, you give guidance and support 
and you educate and come up with strategies for success and there's a huge encouragement or cheerleading piece. And that's the same thing with a health coach. We just do it for your well-being. And we can talk about anything to do with your health and your wellness. And that includes stress management and anxiety reduction, sleep, um, your exercise or habits of movement, and nutrition and food plans. We don't really talk about diets per se, because what we want to do is create lifetime changes, lifetime changes in your what you're doing, because we can be so, there's so many things that, that can contribute to um, a disease process that making some small changes in your life today can prevent you from maybe getting sicker down the road. So even if you might be a pre-diabetic, let's try to keep you from ever becoming a diabetic. And so we look at all the areas of your life with what you're eating, all the inputs, and that includes your um, how you respond to stimuli. Are you, are you always on your screen? Are you sitting for most of the day? Are you ever getting outside and doing other things that your body needs? We have become sicker as a society instead of um, healthier. And unfortunately, chronic disease for adults has really, is really going through the roof. It's more than half the adults have some sort of chronic disease. And so what health coaching is meant to do is to help people stop that process. How can we ch- change your life in, in, in positive ways? If you are just tuning in this morning, I'm joined by Jackie McMillan. She is part of the incredible team at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. She is a health coach offering services that really work with the entire program and services there at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. So the the work that you're doing, Jackie, it's part to kind of enhance the care that patients are receiving there at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Then to tell us more about how, you know, one of those areas that you, you help is that you you specialize in translating a doctor's plan of care into a plan of action. I like the sound of that, a plan of action. That feels like you're really working with a person to make sure that it's uh, that they understand what's happening with them. But well, you add another element to us. Tell us what that looks like. Sure. So sometimes, especially if you're newly diagnosed with something, it can feel a little bit overwhelming. Maybe you have to take a lot of supplements or new medication or um, change things in your life. And people need to have talk through a, a process. So okay. we will create, we create smart goals and those are very specific and measurable. They're attainable and action oriented and realistic for the person and timely. So I really try to meet the person where they're at because if they're not ready to make these huge changes, let's start with baby steps and make many habits. And they can be something as small as let's get outside and walk 15 minutes, um, three times a week. And then when we start to see the positive results from that, people are more motivated to continue to do more. And um, so it's all about a personalized plan for, for for where that person is in um in their willingness to change 
And it's all about their internal motivation. Everybody's different. So we talk a lot about what's happening in their life right now. What is doable? And it's always what can you do, not what can't you do. So we want to move people in the right direction, but it's they're the ones steering the direction. It's not what I think they should do. It's what they're willing to do. And I can help steer them and give them education on why something might be better than another. But it's all about a personalized approach. I think that's just such an incredible program. And again, to recognize that all of this is interconnected, the physical health, the spiritual health, and of course, a mental health to create just this holistic approach to care. It's just such an incredible team. Jackie, for people who are listening now, are your services part of an overall plan that they receive through Holy Family Catholic Clinic? Or can people who have an inability to maybe see you in person, are there ways that they can still connect with your program? Yes. So um, they can be referred to me through the clinic if, if they're a patient of Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Um, but they actually don't have to be a patient. I can see uh, clients that, um, that aren't a, a registered patient. And then there's also the telehealth opportunity. So if you can't come in person, we can do it through the portal. So we can do it kind of like a Zoom type appointment. Oh. That w- works better for you. I'm a, I'm, I love in-person myself. Sure. I think the connection is so important and... Um, I, but I understand there are times like even a couple of weeks ago when we had the storm, mm-hmm. um, you know, <laughs> people didn't want to drive in or didn't want to get caught. So we switched a couple appointments to, um, the telehealth and it worked out wonderfully. Uh, well, it's wonderful also, again, to know that any way possible that you have an ability or make yourself available to those who have need. That's what you are all doing there at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Jackie, that is just incredible information and so helpful for really everybody could could really have benefit from your programs. There's more I want to know about what you are doing to help patients, but I am already coming up against my break. Can you stay with me through the break so we can continue in our next half hour? Oh, I'd love to. Thank you. 753 at Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. And congratulations once again to St. Mary Cathedral of the Immaculate Conception. That is our Parish of the Week for this week. And tomorrow, Tech Tuesday, Mm -hmm. Sarah Kinsey will be here. 840, new Parish of the Week. Who's it going to be? I tell you what, I get excited. I do too. Finding out from Sarah who it's going to be. Tomorrow, tune in. 840, it could be your parish, but you got to know. Nominate your parish, info, I-N-F-O, at matradayradio.com. Tell us why we should pick your parish as our parish of the week. Then listen tomorrow. We could be calling your name here at Matraday Radio. Support for Matraday Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. 
bringing souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. This is Modern Day Radio, KBVM Portland, Salem, Vancouver, KMME Cottage Grove, Eugene, Springfield, Translator K235BF, Eugene, and streaming at moderndayradio.com. When Jesus delivered his great sermon, it was no surprise it was on a mount, for his message was all about a mountaintop experience of the blessings of God. The Sermon on the Mount beautifully expresses God's hope that we elevate our lives to that of love. For God blesses us when we rise up with the spirit of detachment from the earthly possessions that can blind us to life around us. Our Father embraces, blesses, and lifts us up when we show compassion and mercy towards one another, especially in times of suffering. As we seek justice and peace among those around us, we will be raised up as true children of God. And when we are persecuted and rejected for God's laws, we should show great joy, for we will be lifted up into the kingdom of heaven. This has been Michael Gisandi with a bit of Catholic encouragement. Set on a hilltop in the midst of the Willamette Valley, life at Mount Angel Abbey is both unchanging and made ever new in the spirit of Christ. Steeped in a Benedictine tradition more than 1,500 years old, the monks of Mount Angel have prayed together five times a day for more than 130 years. We welcome you to come and join us in the ancient rhythm of monastic prayer and liturgy. Come seek the things that are above. Learn more at mountangelabbey.org. Do you want to live a truly authentic Catholic life? This is Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, and Monday nights at 7.30, Ken Hellenius and I team up for Living Stones. This dynamic weekly show will help you deepen your relationship with Christ and His Church with practical ways that you can grow in faith, participate more fully in the liturgy, and practice charity towards all. Join us for Living Stones, Monday nights at 7.30 on Modern Day E-Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Grab some coffee and take the morning blend with you anywhere you go. Listen to the podcast at materdayradio.com. 756 at Monterey Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life, and they are celebrating at Seton High School in Vancouver today. Oh, big doings over mm-hmm. the weekend. We'll tell you about that. And a Springfield family forced to surrender their pet that they have loved for 13 years. The thing is... They didn't know they weren't allowed to have it. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you about this little smiling pet up right after Awaken the Saint. Hey everyone, I'm Sophia with Awaken Catholic and this is Awaken the Saint. I remember in driver's ed, the instructor asked us where we should be looking when we're driving. Do we look at the road directly meeting the dashboard or do we have to keep our eyes fixed ahead and see the bigger picture beyond what's immediately in front of us? Thankfully, we all learned the latter and chose to look up, always focusing on our destination instead of that dotted line that travels just out of view when we pass by. Boniface had to endure similar reminders throughout his life. He was constantly faced with persecution and resistance and the only thing that kept him moving forward was that he kept his eyes fixed ahead on God. He began his studies in Belgium with the nuns of La Chambre and from there went on to attend the University of Paris in 1200. He proved to be a phenomenal student and excelled in his studies. He was offered a teaching position on Christian doctrine, but that was when his troubles began. Because of his understanding of church teachings, he was at first met with respect and high honors. It didn't take long for the politics of education to creep in. Tensions rose between Boniface and some faculty who found his theology teaching to be unobtainable. Soon, his classes became the first dropped until he 
saw two options, lower the standard of his teachings or leave the university. Boniface chose to move on and keep his eyes up. Hoping to start afresh, Boniface moved to Cologne, where he was offered a teaching job at the cathedral and excelled over the next two years. Because of his great success, he was asked and elected Bishop of Lausanne, a position he happily accepted and poured himself into. Unfortunately, yet again, his delivery of church teachings proved not in favor of the lax clergy. Growing frustrated with their disobedience, he began publicly criticizing them and went as far as to even call out the king himself, Frederick II. That definitely didn't go over well. Unlike the clergy Boniface shepherded, the king retaliated in a way that nearly claimed the bishop's life. In 1239, a group of assailants sent by the king attacked Bishop Boniface one evening on his way home. The attack not only broke him physically, but also left him broken spiritually. He had to change the course of his life yet again, or else he'd lose sight of what truly mattered most, God and his church. That year, he resigned as bishop and traveled home and assisted the nuns of La Chambre until his death in 1265. Despite the setbacks he had throughout his life, he is still remembered as a great theologian and bishop who solely leaned on his faith for direction. Instead of putting his head down and only focusing on the trials at hand, he chose to look beyond the struggles and took to what truly mattered to him, serving God to the best of his ability. May we take St. Boniface's example to heart as we face trials throughout our own lifetime. It may seem easier to throw in the towel some days and give in to the demands that the world puts on how we're supposed to live out our faith. It might even be easier to focus on what's happening at the present moment and forget that this life isn't the end goal. But if we don't look up and beyond what's right in front of us, then we'll surely crash before we have a chance to see what hits us. With this in mind, let us keep our eyes fixed on the road ahead, on the one who saves and sets us free. St. Boniface of Lausanne, pray for us. And you are listening to Awaken the Saint, and you can find out more information about the saints and also access all of our Lenten resources and wonderful videos that are sure to inspire you. You have to download today absolutely free, no cost at all, the Hail Mary Media app from Mater Day Radio. And you can find the details on our webpage, materdayradio.com. It's 8 o'clock. It was revealed late last week that four Roman Catholic bishops from the Mexican state of Guerrero met with drug cartel bosses in a bid to negotiate a possible peace accord. And President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador said he approves of such talk. Lopez Obrador acknowledged it wasn't the first time church leaders had held such talks, and they've been done so before in the neighboring state of Mahachican and other states. The revelation by Bishop Jose de Jesus Gonzalez Hernandez in remarks at a public appearance illustrate the extent to which the government's policy of not confronting the cartels has left average citizens to work out their own separate peace deals with the gangs. The bishop said the most recent talks failed because the cartels and drug gangs don't want to stop fighting over territory in the Pacific Coast state of Guerrero. Those turf battles have shut down transportation and led to dozens of killings in recent months, including the murder of some priest. The German bishops will not be voting on a step toward a forbidden synodal council at their upcoming plenary assembly at the Vatican's request. German Bishops Conference spokesman Matthias Kopp confirmed on February 17th that the bishops have removed a vote on endorsing a committee that is preparing the Synodal Council, a mixed body of laity and bishops that would govern the church in Germany. 
The removal of the vote on the Synodal Committee from the bishop's agenda marks the first time that Vatican pressure has caused the German Council to balk from moving forward with a Synodal Way priority since the alleged reform effort began in 2019. The Vatican has particularly been critical of the Synodal Council. The Oregon Senate has voted in favor of a bill that would enforce a $35 limit on the cost of insulin. Senate Bill 1508 was approved by all but three Oregon state senators. The law aims to set a price cap on insulin, a medication that's proven to be life-saving for people with diabetes and other chronic health conditions. The Oregon House of Representatives is set to vote on the bill next. If the bill is passed, insured Oregonians wouldn't have to pay more than $35 for a 30-day supply of the drug or more than $105 for a 90-day supply. According to a letter from the American Diabetes Association in support of the bill, insulin's current copay cap sits at $85. The organization said the cost has skyrocketed in recent years, even though the medication's chemical formula was last altered in the 90s. Oregon State Police say they seized an alligator from a Springfield family that had been their pet for 13 years. OSP said the homeowners recently learned that the creature is prohibited in Oregon, except in certain circumstances like a wildlife rehabilitation center or an educational or research center. The alligator was taken to a permitted facility by an Oregon Department of Agricultural Veterinarian where it will live out its remaining years. Had no idea they couldn't keep an alligator at home. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And he had just the sweetest little smile and he was just like maybe a little little crocodile tear came from his (laughs) eye as he was leaving his family. Where I come from, we eat them. (laughs) Have you had alligator before? Many times. Really? Delicious. Tastes like chicken? Well, it's actually very sweet. Tastes like scallops. Okay. Um, And they eat the tail. Oh, okay. Uh I believe there's a few restaurants in town. I think Miss Delta or Delta Queen out there on Mississippi. I think you can get that on the menu. Uh, A meal that you can have on a Friday of Lent. It's one of the approved meats, apparently, because it's amphibian. But I don't There's something about eating your pet that... uh -uh. (laughs) No, don't (laughs) do that. No. Well, in sports, Brady Angelo scored a game-high 26 points in the Seton Catholic boys basketball team, closed out the 1A District 4 title from the free-throw line to beat 10-67-63 on Saturday at Hoquim. The Cougars were 6-8 of eight from the line in the final minute of the game to hold off the Beavers, which ended its 10-game win streak. The seventh-ranked Seton uh, now has a win streak of 13 games as it heads into the regional round of the state tournament. They will face second-ranked Linden Christian Saturday afternoon at 2 in Linden. Okay. So they're going to have to go on the road to get that next win. But congratulations on the hey, district title Seton, for Seton. Their, their athletic program's coming along, of course, coming off of a great football yeah. season. Of course, we talked with uh, Coach Chase earlier in the year and now basketball. Congratulations to them. Congratulations to those Angelo families. I know them very well. What a great family. And uh, they're just so proud of all of that team. And uh, they had a nice picture of that trophy going into Seton High School's trophy case yeah brady getting 26 points that's that's, he's a stud well done (laughs) 
as Christians, we're called to care for our bodies, be mindful of what we eat, and to cherish God's creations. As individuals, we play our part by eating more responsibly, by should avoid processed foods, perhaps not eating quite so much, and finding ways to help those in need of a meal. Well, it is easier to feed a vulnerable neighbor or to help out at one of our food kitchens. It's not always easy to treat our bodies as healthy as we should. Now that Lent is here, we can really give this a good start. We may try to give up certain unhealthy favorites as we focus on fasting and sacrifice, and this can provide us with the basics of a healthier lifestyle. And thankfully, there are a few patron saints of food and drink whom we can rely upon to help us to get along this healthier journey. If you are struggling with your carb intake, maybe a nice bread that you like to eat every day, look to St. Elizabeth of Hungary for some support. This 13th century princess gave up all of her wealth to give to the poor, and she was often pictured handing over loaves to others in need. So, St. Elizabeth of Hungary? Of Hungary, yeah. That's perfect, right? (laughs) Yes. Coffee. Are you trying to cut down on your coffee intake? Uh, Not at the grotto either. But they say if you are having a hard time with that caffeine, trying to kick the habit, a little prayer to St. Drogo, who is known as the patron saint of coffee due to his bilocating abilities. Uh, They call it a tenuous link to the caffeine boost. (laughs) I don't know why, but okay. But yeah, he uh, St. Drogo, of course, we support St. Drogo and the Grotto by drinking St. Drogo coffee. That's it. The official coffee of the morning blend is St. Drogo. (laughs) Oh, how about, uh, are you trying to cut back on your beer intake? Hard to do around here. While the occasional beer can be refreshing, it's moderation that is key. If you find it hard to say no to a pint, St. Arnold. St. Arnold is one. They say St. Benedict, too, the patron saint of beer, whose Benedictine monasteries are renowned for some of the best breweries in the world. I appreciate this list, but all of the peop- the saints that they are listing are ones that are known for that, that item. So mm, those are hard to follow. But it's moderation. It's always in yeah. moderation. But Patrick, if you're going to eat your vegetables and you have a hard time doing it, well, pray to St. Fiacre. He is known for a wonderful vegetable gardener. Okay. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, this Thursday at St. Rose Parish in Portland, Eucharistic Adoration with Praise and Worship starting at 6 p.m. All are invited to St. Rose Church for Eucharistic Adoration with Praise and Worship music for a whole hour adoration of our Lord. For these and more events in our Catholic community, go online to moderndayradio.com or find it on the Hail Mary Media app. I believe our friend Daniel Oberreiter provides that music. Yeah, wonderful. So it's wonderful. really a very a beautiful hour. Wonderful. Really will uplift you for Lent. And speaking of uplifting, we're going to check back in with our health coach, Jackie McMillan from Holy Family Catholic Clinic, joins Brendan next after we check a few raindrops in the weather forecast at Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. 
Please join Mater Day Radio and Franciscan missionary Sister Anne Marie Warren with the morning offering. O Jesus, through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, I offer you my prayers, works, joys, and sufferings of this day for all the intentions of your Sacred Heart in union with this holy sacrifice of the Mass throughout the world, in reparation for my sins, for the intentions of all my relatives and friends, and in particular for the intentions of the Holy Father. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, and to let us know how we can pray for your intentions, please visit MaterDayRadio.com. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Catholic Charities of Oregon, answering Pope Francis' call to charity. Since 1933, Catholic Charities has been putting faith into action by serving the poorest and most vulnerable in our community. Services promote life and help families thrive. Catholic Charities program information at catholiccharitiesoregon.org. Grow closer to the Lord through Mater Dei Radio's Lenten Challenge. Between now and Easter Sunday, resolve to listen to our dynamic Catholic programming more frequently. If you already listen for an hour a day, make it two. Listening for two hours, make it three. Whatever length you spend listening to Mater Dei Radio and the Hail Mary Media app, increase that time throughout the Lenten season. The results might surprise you. Not only do we bring you the best of local and national Catholic shows, Mater Dei Radio is also teaming up with Ave Maria Press this Lent to bring you the dynamic series Made for Heaven. Join Father Augustino Torres on a multimedia journey inspired by St. Francis. Free your heart from the desert of sin and open it up to love for others in the glory of Easter. You are made for heaven, so grow closer to Christ and take the Lenten challenge now on the Hail Mary Media app and Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. 812 here at Mater Dei Radio, high of 53 and low of 41 today as it's sprinkling outside of our studio here. It's mostly cloudy skies. That rain is likely and it's likely falling right now, <laughs> although it gets more likely as we head into the evening hours. Uh, sunny day? Thursday, mostly sunny looking like. Until then, it's going to be scattered showers. All right. We'll get through these few days and then the sun will come out, they say. Currently, it is 40 degrees at the Sacred Heart Monastery in Castle Rock. And it's 40 at St. Agatha Catholic Church in Selwood. And I'm back with Jackie McMillan. Jackie is the Health Coach Services Program Director at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. She's joining me today to talk about some of the all-encompassing ways the team there at Holy Family Catholic Clinic is there to provide care, mind, body, and spirit for all of their patients. Jackie, thanks so much for staying with me this morning. Of course. How can a person connect with you and then to start this program of, of just creating a plan so that way, again, mind, body, and spirit, well, all is covered for them? So I offer a free 15-minute introduction appointment, and that just sort of gives us a chance to meet, and I can explain the process and what to expect. Um, after the introduction appointment, there's a foundation, an hour-long appointment, and that really focuses on sort of the history of how you came, how you got to where you are today. 
So through your childhood, through um, all things that were maybe triggers in your life or mediators that could affect how you're feeling now. And sometimes when I kind of put this timeline together, things, it creates a picture, you know, maybe, oh, I started having gut problems in college when I, my stress levels went up and then it happened again after I had my children or, or some sort of life event. And then it's gotten worse because some other factor in their life has, has, um, made a real stressful environment for their body. So they're living in this fight and flight um, environment. So that foundation appointment really helps us paint a picture of what's happening. And then it helps also focus on what we should, what's the priority of, you know, sometimes people come in and say, well, I want to lose weight. I can't lose weight. But we, it ends up being really the top problem or the, the one that's risen to the top is a, is a stress management mm-hmm. issue. And, you know, emotions cause physical responses. Like, you know, for example, you get on an airplane and you're nervous, you're a nervous flyer and your palms will sweat and your heart races. That's a physical response to an emotion. So what's real in the mind is real in the body and we respond. So that stress piece, could be the number one thing that we need to, to look at. How can we bring that down? What's happening in your life that we can put some goals to help you cope better. And then we can address the weight and what, what you're eating and what your input is for your nutrition and how to balance that. Cause we want lifetime changes. We don't want to do, you know, there's a lot of trendy diets and um, things that work for other people that don't work for you and so we, we really want a, a food program that is really nutritionally dense mm-hmm. and a variety. We want to eat a variety of foods. They give different phytonutrients to all of our cells. And um, I talk about eating the rainbow. So we want to eat all the colors um, and, and a variety of them. So if you always buy, um, let's say you always buy zucchini, maybe the next time at the store, you substitute your zucchini for a yellow squash from a green vegetable to a yellow vegetable. So we really want to have a variety of foods to help um, have the best well-being for our body to function. Well, uh, that is outstanding. I love what you say. Eat all of the colors. I think that's beautiful. Jackie, people are listening, and, and I even recognize this too. Coming off of the the, the new year, we have the, these goals in mind. I'm going to eat better, and I'm going to get more sleep, and I'm going to uh, be motivated and start walking. And we all have the best intentions to do that, and we start off with a lot of enthusiasm for it. But then maybe as... You know, the days and weeks go by. We're now at the beginning of February. Most people statistically have found that resolutions for the new year have been already broken. How do you work with your patients to to create a plan that for one is maintainable and two is one that they're going to be able to continue day after day, week after week throughout the rest of their lives? Right. No, that's a good point, especially this time of year. I think um, we all want to be healthier, right? We sure. all, and, and life gets in the way. 
we all fall back into our same old patterns. And one thing about being a coach is it's somebody who you're also accountable to. So when you come back and where you've looked at what your goal was last week or the week before, you know, what, what came, we look at what obstacles came up, what, what happened, why did that fall apart for you and what can we do? So let's say you want to, you have to travel and you don't have control of your diet all the time. Well, we'll talk about that. How do we anticipate that situation and come up with some ideas that you can, that you can do that works for you and your goals so that you're not just throwing it all out like, oh, okay, well, I messed up. So now I'm just going to forget the whole plan. So I ask a lot of motivating, reflective questions and help. I try to find out what, what, in, what are their values? What's important to them and connect these things. Do you want to age well? Do you want to be a grandparent that can get on the floor and take the grandkids to the park and actually play with them? Well, if you are overweight or your joints ache because you've got inflammation all the time, we need to address that now so that you can get that goal later on. So let's, let's connect these things to your values and what you'd like to do. And so it's the SMART goals are really this very specific for what you're doing. It's the time of day. How are you going to measure it that you're following what you said you wanted to do? Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything that you need that you don't have to do it? You don't have good walking shoes for your walk. Okay, so you've got to get that in place. Or you're never going to go outside if it's raining. Well, what can we do about that? Well, maybe you just get a really good umbrella and some good shoes. Yeah, <laughs> so, sure. Yeah. So it just, it really depends on um, what they're looking to do in their life. And it can be bigger things than some of these, um, you know, minor examples. But those smaller things can really make a difference in feeling like you've accomplished something and it moves you forward. We want to keep moving forward so that you're, you're feeling successful and encouraged to continue because everybody can be healthier. Everybody can, can, you know, make the right choices. And you mentioned about the nutritionist, you know, we, we eat so much processed food. We eat the foods that we have can be contaminated with a lot of um, chemicals. So we've got to eat cleaner and we have to eat more whole foods that are, um, that feed ourselves and, and then our cells can do the jobs that they're supposed to do in our bodies and, and the whole system. You know, it's not one system by itself. It's all working together. Mm. And I come from a place that I believe that God made us perfect. And when we're sick or we're not feeling well, we're just out of balance and we need to figure out what is causing it and really try to, to correct it early before it becomes a disease process. You know, if you spend a little bit of time now on your health, you may save yourself from having to deal with your forced to spend time dealing with a disease. Okay. Oh, that is brilliant. I love that. Uh, yeah, just, you know, when we are unhealthy, we are, you're right, a little out of sync with our Lord and the, all that we can do to align again our, our mind, our spirit, and our body 
think that is exactly the way God intends us to live. Jackie, I have loved our conversation. Remind our listeners again where they can find information about you and connect with you at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Yes, um, my website is renewyourhealth.life and I'm at Holy Family Catholic Clinic in West Lynn. Well, Jackie, I just, I really appreciate your time today. Great information. I know our listeners will be excited to be able to connect with you at Holy Family Catholic Clinic. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Brenda. I really appreciate it. It's been nice talking to you. And again, that is Jackie McMillan. So I will be sure to add information where you can get directly to Holy Family Catholic Clinic, find out their phone number, ways to connect with them, and where you can read more information about Jackie and the work that she is doing. I'll add that information to the podcast of this interview, materdayradio.com and the Hail Mary media app. 823 at Mater Dei Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life, and you were made for heaven. That is our Lenten program. We are teaming up with Ave Maria Press for this wonderful Lenten program with Father Augustino Martinez. The new video dropped yesterday for the Made for Heaven series, so check that out. Download the Hail Mary Media app and really grow in faith this Lent. It's a wonderful app. You can find out how to download it at Mater Dei radio.com because you were made for heaven and we want you to grow in the faith here at Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our leadership circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco Family Dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. As we strive to overcome our regular sins this Lent, our Lord's last words on the cross each offer a remedy for one of the seven deadly sins. The first words from the cross are, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Forgiveness counters anger. It was anger that led him to Golgotha. In their ignorance, they condemned him. We need to trust in forgiveness. We don't know others' hearts, but God does, and from the cross he forgave them even though he was innocent. So we must forgive when we have been forgiven. Not just as our Lord's prayer suggests, but forgive even when we are innocent. Judge not, and we shall not be judged. This is Matt Maloney from KnowTheFaith.net. This is Archbishop Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland in Oregon, inviting you to join me for the Voice of the Shepherd. I always look forward to our time together to discuss issues that matter most to our families and to the Church. Catch the Voice of the Shepherd with Portland Archbishop Alexander Sample and me, Dina Marie, your host, each Tuesday night at 7.30, Saturday afternoon at 3.30, and Sunday morning at 7.30 on Mater Dei Radio, leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary. The Morning Blend, brewed in the Pacific Northwest, guaranteed fresh every day on Mater Dei Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 
26 at Mantra Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life and cougars on the loose in Washington State. Be careful out there. And Pope Francis heading out on his Lenten retreat, and he's talking about some wild beasts that we all need to recognize. Also, I'll have that story and what he's talking about coming up in news. Here is Greg and Lizzie, surrounded by your love. And we are The Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Not afraid of the valleys we let through In your love we are besieged We grow from your heart to make the world new Not ashamed of your love that always stays true In your love we are besieged Surah 
surrounded by your Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Greg and Lizzie, surrounded by your love. It's 8.30. On the first Sunday of Lent, Pope Francis focused his Angelus address on the temptation of Christ in the desert. Observing that during the 40 days in the desert, Christ was in the company of both wild beasts and angels, the Pope reflected that when we enter the symbolic inner wilderness, we too encounter wild beasts and angels. The setting of the desert has featured prominently in the Pope's catechetical series throughout the year and is the main theme of his 2024 Lenten message taken from the book of Exodus, Through the Desert, God Leads Us to Freedom. The Pope asked the faithful to examine what are these personal wild beasts in our own life so that we can recognize them, give them a name, and understand their tactics. In this way, we can permit the voice of God to speak to our hearts and to preserve it in goodness. Pope Francis left on a private Lenten retreat along with members of the Roman Curia. We'll be back in the afternoon on Friday, so all regularly scheduled papal audiences are suspended for the week. Well, speaking of wild beasts, a group of five cyclists were attacked by a cougar on a bike trail Saturday afternoon, leaving a 60-year-old woman hospitalized. Just after 1 o'clock, officers with the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife responded to a report of an attack on a trail northeast of Falls City, Washington in King County near Snoqualmie. Officers reportedly removed one cougar. However, witnesses reported that there may have been a second cougar in the area, which was not located. Cougar attacks on humans are extremely rare. In the last 100 years, there have been two fatal cougar attacks and 20 other encounters where humans have been injured in Washington state. Wildlife officials urge people encountering a cougar to not run away, keep their eye on them, Act big, make noise, and fight back if you're being attacked. It sounds like the group that she was with helped save her life for sure. They did indeed. It's scary that there could be another one out there. So Okay. Last month, PGE said customers would start seeing an increase in their monthly bill of 18%. Some customers are shocked over the increase. The rate of the increase was decided in December by PGE and Oregon Public Utility Commission based on the final power supply forecast. PGE and Oregon Public Utility Commission claim that the increase is due to multiple factors, including improvements to the Faraday Resiliency and Repowering Hydroelectric Project and upgrades in transmission and distribution systems. PGE has said the exact amount bills will increase is based on customer type and energy use. And they said if you have any questions about your rate hike, to please call their customer service with your questions and concerns. Sad news out of the Diocese of Rapid City. Saturday, they announced the death of Bishop Peter Music at the age of 62, with the prelate's death coming just days after he entered hospice care. Music had announced Wednesday that he would be moving into hospice care amid treatment for esophageal cancer. The prelate had previously announced his cancer diagnosis back in July. He said after several months of difficulty swallowing food, an endoscopy procedure found cancer in his lower esophagus. 
Pope Francis appointed music to lead the diocese, which serves roughly the western half of South Dakota, in May of 2020. He was born in northern Minnesota and was ordained a priest in 1989 for the Diocese of Duluth. Southern resident orcas are now considered an endangered species in Oregon thanks to a vote by the state's Fish and Wildlife Commission on Friday. These orcas have long faced extinction and were added to the federal endangered species list in 2005 and also classified as endangered in both Canada and Washington state. Oregon's Fish and Wildlife Commission added orcas to their endangered species list because the population continues to decline. Now that southern resident orcas are considered endangered in Oregon, the state has access to more funding to support orca recovery. These measures include increasing salmon abundance, new measures to prevent oil spills, limits on pollutants in state waters, and guidelines on vessel traffic. And in sports, they are celebrating at Seton High School in Vancouver. Brady Angelo scored a game-high 26 points, and the Seton Catholic boys basketball team closed out the 1A District 4 title from the three-throw line to beat Tenio 67-63 Saturday in Hoquiam. The Cougars were 6 of 8 from the line in the final minute of the game and held off the Beavers, ending their 10-game win streak. 7th-ranked Seton now has their own 13-game win streak, and they'll head into the regional round of the Washington State Tournament to face 2nd-ranked Lyndon Christian Saturday afternoon at 2 on Lyndon's home court. Okay. Yeah, going to be a tough one for them, but hey, they're rolling. Love it. Well, there's a long history of popes and American presidents, and today we're celebrating President's Day. During the 20th century, relations between the United States and the Holy See were closely monitored. Among all American presidents, it is George W. Bush who holds the record of the most meetings with the popes. Now, the first head of the U.S. to meet a pope was Woodrow Wilson. Then on March 11th, 1962, a rather special meeting took place in Rome. John XXIII met not the president of the United States, but the first lady, Jacqueline Kennedy. On her way to India and Pakistan, she decided to make a stopover to greet the pope. And on her knees, the first lady asked for the apostolic blessing. Then the next year, on July 2nd, Paul VI met John F. Kennedy. Paul VI was also the first pope to step on American soil. He spoke in front of the U.N. in New York on October 4th, 1965, and then met with President Lyndon Johnson. Johnson and his successor, Richard Nixon and Gerald Ford, were in turn welcomed to the Apostolic Palace by that very same Pope Paul VI. In October of 1979, under the presidency of Jimmy Carter, the White House welcomed the head of the Catholic Church that year, Pope John Paul II. For the first time in return, Jimmy Carter made a trip to the Vatican the following year. Now, John Paul II, he met many popes during his, or he met many presidents during his lawn pontificate. Ronald Reagan, four times he met him. George H. Bush, twice. Bill Clinton four times, and George W. Bush met John Paul II three times. And these meetings took place seven times in the Vatican, five times in the United States, and once at the Castel Gandolfo. But it was George W. Bush who received two more times by the Vatican, by Pope Benedict XVI, and, of course, um, 
he was uh, yeah the pre- the pope at the time. It's time to find out what's going on in our Catholic community. Well, every Friday in Lent, the Grotto is putting on Fridays of Lent at the Grotto. Starting at 10 o'clock, confession is available. At 10.30, the Holy Hour of Mercy in the Chapel of Mary. And at 11.30, the Way of Our Sorrowful Mother. Noon Mass, followed by at 3 o'clock, Stations of the Cross with weather permitting its outdoors or in the lovely prayerful chapel for these and more events in our catholic community go online to moderndayradio.com or find it on the hail mary media app yeah that via matris is really powerful yeah i'm not too familiar with it so i'll have to check it out sometime seven sorrows of mary very 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 powerful and there are eight things that catholics should be doing every single day every single day every day skip a day no do not skip what are those eight things we've got the second cup with the answer to that question next after we check a little bit of rain in the weather forecast at mater day radio Support for Mater Dei Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Best Buy in Town Landscape Supply. Since 1984, Best Buy in Town has been supplying the area with landscape products and services, including bark dust blowing, rock, soil, sod, and recycler of yard debris. Located at 2200 Cornelius Pass Road in Hillsboro. Online at bestbybark.com or 503-645-6665. Facing difficult problems in your marriage. Oregon Retrovi is a lifeline to married couples helping them restore their marriage and rebuild a loving relationship. Catholic in origin, this Christian marriage program is open to all married couples, no matter what age, walk of life, faith, or ethnic background. Oregon Retrovi is a practical program to improve communication, build stronger marriages, and help couples reconnect. Presenters are not trained marriage counselors, but rather couples sharing their personal stories and the tools that they use to rediscover their love. Begin your journey to healing. All it takes is a decision to find out more. Go to helpourmarriage.org and start the process today. That's helpourmarriage.org to learn more about this transformational program. Oregon Retrovi, a lifeline. For married couples. Support from Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Blessings from Heaven, the peaceful place to shop for all things Catholic. Blessings from Heaven has a variety of gifts for all occasions and many other Catholic items to choose from. Located on the corner of 3rd and Southwest Tucker Avenue in Beaverton, Blessings from Heaven is open Tuesday through Saturday. For more information, call 503-644-1814. Would you like to make your spring cleaning plans a little easier this year? Let Mater Day Radio give you a hand. If you have a car, truck, van, RV, or boat that you would like to clear out, our vehicle donation program is just the answer. You can donate your vehicle to Mater Day Radio and get a likely tax deduction in return. It's quick and easy, giving you a real jumpstart to your spring cleaning. Learn more about our vehicle donation program at materdayradio.com. 41 here at Mater Day Radio. High of 53 and low of 41 today with mostly cloudy skies and rain as we head into the evening hours. Winds just a little bit, not too high. Rain should taper off in the middle of the week for a mostly sunny Thursday. 
Currently, it is 43 degrees at St. Patrick's Catholic Church here in Portland. And 42 at St. Patrick Catholic Church in Independence. The show's not quite over, so relax and have a second cup of the morning blend. Pat, when we were doing our weather, getting things together, you said, I'm going to go down to Independence. And I thought, that is such a beautiful name of a city to to be able to say, oh, I live in Independence, Oregon. And it's a beautiful city. That's what really you were neat saying. Area down there in Monmouth and uh, just uh, west of Salem. Nice oh. area. Really, really nice down there on the river. I want to be from Independence. <laughs> I'm not. I'm from Escondido. Uh, Patrick, do you make lists? Do you like to like, okay, what do I, I got to do? I am constantly making lists. My, yes. I love a list. I love to check things yeah. off the list, but my favorite list to make is the honey-do list. Ah, <laughs> I, I list just, for others. Let's yeah. get that honey-do list. And in fact, top of the list is paint my laundry room today. That's the <laughs> honey-do list today. But lists are important because you do, you're right, you get this sense, though, of satisfaction. Like, okay, uh, these are the things I have to get done. And then you attack them. And I always try to attack, you know, what's the, the one thing or the several things that I can do the fastest today? Get those right off the list, and that way it gives me more time for the more labor-intensive things. That's why you should make your bed first thing every morning. Make your bed. At least There's you have accomplished right. one thing. Uh-huh. That's perfect. You learn a lot of these things when you're little, too. In kindergarten, remember that all the things that were really important I learned in kindergarten? There's that whole list of things. Well, Father Larry Richards, he's a list maker, too. I know him. Do you know him? I do. I've been to Mission once. He came to St. Joseph's years ago. It was exhausting a little bit. It was it was mentally yeah, the guy. and physically intensive listening yeah, to him. He has one speed and it's full on. It's full on. Yeah. So he made a list for us. Ah. And I found it at catholiclink.org. And Father Larry Richards says there are eight things, eight of them, that every Catholic should be doing every day. Okay. And I thought, okay, let's make a list. So I've got the list right here. And again, some of these you can check off the list. They're like, and, and I would say none of these are really labor intensive. You're not going to have to spend hours and hours of time like a big project, but you work these in throughout the days and you'd be amazed at how much time you are spending doing these wonderful and virtuous things. All right. So let's start our list today. This is from Father Larry Richards. He says, start the day with prayer, your Bible, and talk with your mother. And of course, he is talking about our Mama Mary. It's simple. And he says he doesn't understand why it's, we have a hard time getting those things fit into the day. Just wake up in the morning and just a prayer of thanksgiving. I can't remember. Or a morning offering. A morning offering. Turn yeah. that on. Pray the angels. Pat, you set your clock, I know, to give you multiple reminders to pray that 6 a.m. Angelus. 6 a.m., noon, and 6 p.m. Well, there's yeah. three things yeah. off your list right there. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. And he said, uh, it is just for every Catholic, it's important to try to pray a rosary. Try to fit that in during the day. And sometimes it's just maybe you can fit in a decade right now. And then maybe if you're in line at the grocery store, pray that next decade or two, depending on how long that line is. I know that for me, if I start praying my rosary when I leave Sylvan Hill, I can get to right about Rosa Parks on a good day. There's my whole rosary. Really? That's pretty fast. That's it. 18 minutes on the Hail Mary Media app with Archbishop Sample. Okay. That's what I do. So that's the first thing he says. This one I love. Number two, Father Larry Richards says, smile, use your manners, be kind, and give hugs. 
Boy, that's tough. That is that a hold <laughs> one? He says that, have you heard that hymn, They Will Know We Are Christians by Our Love? Well, sure. Yeah, and that's more important today than ever. Christians have become just as rude, he says, and inconsiderate as everybody else. So we need to not be like everybody else. We need to be like Christ. Yeah, the parking lot after mass proves that. <laughs> I, You know, I've said that more times. I... Without a doubt in my mind, know that Christ exists in that tabernacle. He is present in the host where he does not exist. Oftentimes is in that parking lot yeah. getting out of church. So just wait a few minutes. Talk to somebody. Maybe meet somebody new. Or if, maybe pray. Or pray a little longer <laughs> there afterwards. And that rush of people, you know, will just kind of smooth itself out. And then you can just drive on out in an empty parking lot. We're talking today about eight things that every Catholic should do every day. This according to the wonderful father, Larry Richards. He said, now this is going to be, don't, don't wait, wait a minute when I say this while I get into the explanation. He says every day, go on social media, call a friend or visit with a friend. Now we have oh, instructions okay, from okay. our archbishop to try to give that up. And he says, we know everybody. The social media. The social yeah, media yeah. part. Yes. Uh, that we go on social media for many, many different kinds of things. And and Archbishop Sample said, yes, we need to curb that, that just scrolling of time and energy. But use that social media wisely or use your phone and screen time wisely. And that's what Father Larry Richards says. He said, use social media in a way that glorifies God. Now you think about that. Share a post. I open up Matra Day Radio. If you have Facebook, you should be following us on Facebook because throughout the day, you will see inspiring posts about our faith. Share it. So that way people know that this is the source of your goodness is through the faith, our faith in Matra Day Radio. Use your Hail Mary media app throughout the day. I think that's an excellent resource. I don't know if that's considered uh, social media, but it is a wonderful resource, for, especially for Lent. All right, number four. This one is excellent. Halfway, Halfway there. Tell someone you love them and why. Aww. Now, for those of us who are in a family, that's sometimes easier said than done because we're not always on the top <laughs> of our game. And you're like, I love you kids, but you know what? You are not my favorite right now, right? I've said that a time or two before, but it, it just lets other people know how important you are to them. And sometimes maybe if there's not somebody around, you just remind yourself, Christ, Jesus, I love you. Thank you for the gifts that you have bestowed on me. Jesus, I love your it's mama. It's all about love, Brenda. So, right? yeah. I love your mother. I mean, that's what it ultimately is all about. Jesus would love to hear that, I think, more than a few times a day. I love his mother. Talk about God. Actually talk about God in your day. Make God a part of your whole day, not just in prayer time. Bring him into conversation with friends, families, or coworkers if you can. If we love to talk about things that we love, oh, I, I went out and I saw the best movie, or I went and had the best meal of the day. Oh, I went to church on Sunday and I was so inspired by what the priest was telling me. Why aren't we sharing those things? If it's so easy to share, you know, how good, you know, breakfast was afterwards, we should be able to share how great mass was beforehand. I agree. All right. So that was number five. Here we go. Now, here's what we've gotten so far. Start the day with prayer, smile, use your manners, go on social media to communicate 
right? And make sure it glorifies God and not get up there and complain or write some anonymous, you know, bad message to somebody else. Tell someone you love them and talk about God. All right, here's the last three. Sacrifice something. Yes. Father Larry says it's so important that we learn to make daily sacrifices and offer them up to the Lord. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. If you have a piece of bread, this is what Father Larry says. If you're eating bread, we'll skip on the butter and do that consciously, Ooh. though. I'm just going to pass on the butter today. Uh that's tough. Easier said than I. Yeah, Scott was getting me a plate the other day. We were at friend's house and I was kind of tucked in a corner. He said, no, I'll get it for you. And he was putting everything on the plate for me. And there was a piece of bread and I'm watching him. Make sure he put the butter on the bread for me. <laughs> yeah. So it's just little sacrifices through the day is what you can do. So if you're going to sacrifice, you also want to give up and do something. Serve in some way. Yes. Look for ways to serve somebody Every single day. Here was an example, and me and my daughters did this. They were real little. Well, I wouldn't say real little, much younger at the time. We happened to be at Costco. They were wearing their school uniforms, I can remember. And as I was putting my things up on the cart, there was a gentleman behind us in a uh, one of those electric carts, and he had like his cane or something with him. And I, I kind of did the nudge, and the girl said, can we put your things on the, 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 on the counter for you? On the on the, on the uh, checkout stand. On the checkout uh-huh. stand. And he was like, Wow. So little those little random acts of kindness. Serve somebody in some way. Bring them an extra Pass coffee. It on. That's it. And then lastly, we'll reflect on your day. So you started your day with prayer. You kept God on your mind throughout the day. And then at the end of the day, do that examine. Yeah. You we have that through Matra Day Radio. We do. It's on the app that daily examine and just kind of allows you to go through your days. Where did I fall short? In what ways did I glorify God? And tomorrow, how am I going to be able to do better? That's it. I think that those are doable things along with everything else. These can fit right into the rest of your busy and day. And this is the perfect time of year to adapt those, right? That's right. Lent. Lent so, is yeah, the great. time. Great. Hey, Father Larry, well yes, done. Well I done. appreciate that. Thank you so very much. Eight things to do as a Catholic every day. We hope you enjoyed today's second cup. Take- Support for Matre Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Dr. Mark Bianco, family dentist. Dr. Bianco practices family dentistry in the neighborhood of 122nd Avenue and Stark Street in Southeast Portland. Dr. Bianco Family Dentist, online at biancodentistry.com or 503-252-1722. That's 503-252-1722. Hello, this is Father Peter Julia, the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese of Portland and Oregon. Join me in praying the Memorare. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to your protection, implored your help, or sought your intercession was left unaided. Inspired with this confidence, I fly to you, O Virgin of Virgins, my Mother. To you do I come, before you I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, Despise not my petitions, but in your mercy hear and answer me. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For more prayer resources, please download the free Hail Mary Media app 
or visit us online at materdayradio.com. We are leading souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary at Mater Day Radio. Support for Mater Day Radio comes from our Leadership Circle members, including Mount Hood Hospice. For more than 40 years, Mount Hood Hospice has been serving those in their final stages of life with loving care in East Multnomah and Clackamas counties. With a compassionate medical and spiritual support team, hospice services are provided wherever the patient lives. With the top listing on Medicare's Care Compare, information online at mounthoodhospice.org. Join Modern Day Radio in our resolution to read the entire Bible this year. Bible in a Year with me, Father Mike Schmitz, is now available right here on Catholic Radio. Encounter God's voice and learn how to live life through the lens of Scripture with a new episode every day. I hope you'll join me as we discover how the story of salvation unfolds and how we fit into that story today. Bible in a Year, mornings Monday through Saturday at 6.30 and Sundays at 7, right here on Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. The Morning Blend, two hours a day for two times the fun. Two times the fun. On Mater Day Radio, the station dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. 8.54 at Mater Day Radio, last check of weather, 40% chance of rain, mainly after 4 o'clock this afternoon. Otherwise, we could see some sun breaks with a high up to 51, a little bit windy, wind gust up to 20 miles an hour, low tonight down to 41 with a 70% chance of rain. Right now, we're warming up. It's 43 here in Puddletown. And closing out our show today, this is Marie Miller. You're not alone. And we are Brenda and Pat on the Morning Blend right here at Mater Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life.
Walker Day Radio, the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Marie Miller, and you're not alone. 8.59 on the Morning Blend. Monday in the books. Monday in the books. So remember, it is President's Day. So schools are going to be closed. No mail pickup today. So don't expect that. Federal buildings uh, are also shut down. So uh, celebrate your favorite president today. I I don't know how you decide that. I like this hat I'm wearing here. So (laughs) I think I'm going to... This might just become my my permanent fashion accessory. You should throw that hat in the (laughs) ring and and see... uh, Run for president. See what you can do. Run for president of something. (laughs) Oh, that is going to wrap it up for us on the Morning Blend on this President's Day. It is a Monday. So we are airing. We know that the, the series is over, Living Stones, but we're airing some of their best ofs coming up this evening at 730. We hope you have a very blessed day. God bless you.